Welcome to another episode of the Movie Fellas. Still getting used to saying that name. It's not quite rolling off the tongue quite yet, but you know, neither did Let's Watch a B Movie. That didn't roll off the tongue either. So. Well, that was because that was a long title. This was only three words. And you could even say Movie Fellas if you don't like the the. That too. But it wouldn't be gram- it wouldn't be grammatically correct though. You gotta have the the to please the grammar nerds. They wanna have the correct punctuation, otherwise they go on Twitter and say, "Hey, movie fellas is not factually correct. It should be the movie fellas." So I'm preemptively stopping them from complaining by adding that the there. You know, I got a death threat once for uh, not putting an apostrophe when I said "don't" online. Was it a death threat from your teacher in school? No. From okay. some random guy I didn't even know. Later on, ended up meeting right before we went to a prom because he went to the wrong restaurant as his buddies. And I was like, oh, you're that guy. Wow. Well, I'm right here. Let's see if you can kill me. The and, guy didn't give it a try. And you killed him. I didn't kill him. Well, we the, we the, sat the, at the, the restaurant. You, you have all these stories where you leave off the ending, <laughs> but the only logical conclusion to the story is you killed somebody. And I don't know how many dead bodies you'd have raked up, but you had a lot of stories that I think have a body behind them, right? Oh, come on. What if they killed me? Then I'd be very worried about where I'm at right now <laughs> because this is either the planet Earth or this might be a hell or no bog. No, I'd be dead. Today we are continuing deep dive into the Leprechaun movies. We've done four so far. Today's part five. In the hood. Because actually, I mean, of course, logically, the next natural progression from space is the hood. So, yep. so in every movie, except for the very first one, I've been given the leprechaun a nickname because it's a different leprechaun each time. And I do know a nickname from him in this movie. Lil Green. Lil Green? Lil Green. I like it. He oh, sounds this like is, the next this best This one you actually like? Yeah, Lil Green's not bad. I mean, you had some silly ones. <laughs> Uh, Lep the Vampire. I don't, I just, Leppy I don't, Vamp. Leppy Vamp. I mean, come on, man. That sounds like a, a new uh, a late night lamp you can buy for five installments of 1999, right? I mean, if he's talking about his gold now, I mean, just don't bite me. I don't want to become a leprechaun. Lil Green works in so many different levels. <laughs> he's all about his money. He's little. He's green. He's a leprechaun. And he raps his entire damn movie. So, in terms of background, there's not much to say of how or why this story came about. I mean, in 1997, you had Leprechaun in Space, and in 2000, we have this movie, Leprechaun in the Hood. Clearly, the, the series was probably creatively bankrupt at this point. And at the same time, yeah, I can understand why they think Leprechaun would be neat, would be a good idea in the hood, but uh, we just got one little problem. This ain't the movie for it. Yeah. They literally, there's two different stories going on with this movie, trying to meld together into one cohesive narrative, and we get nothing. And this does feel, so Leprechaun in Space almost kind of felt like maybe it was a different movie where they just wrote the bad guy as the Leprechaun, but it was a different movie almost. This also feels like it's like a serious drama that they then took, they got the script for it, it was like, hey... Instead of them being chased by a gangster, we can have it be the leprechaun after them. Which, which is just weird because this script was written as a leprechaun movie. Yeah, it's a complete tonal shift from part three and four. 
three and four are campy, they're not taking themselves seriously, and they're pretty much going for full-blown comedy. This movie, I would say, it walks a fine line of mostly drama. There's some attempts at comedy, but it's a very serious movie, a little bit too serious for me in terms of being a leprechaun movie. I, so, I, I want more comedy. So before we get into our uh, nitpicks, how about we actually get into the movie because I think we've already given away a little too much about it, about our thoughts on this movie. Well, that's true. We just gave our final... <coughs> we give our, our first thoughts or our final thoughts, unfortunately. So. Okay, so let's get into this movie. It's not going to be long, and y'all see why. So Because I, guess, I got some nuggets waiting afterwards. and I got That too, nuggets, and so. I got some Chinese that needs to go in the fridge because I've already eaten. And we don't want the Chinese food to go bad, so... Hell no. I still got dumplings in there, bud. Chinese food, it's one of the few things that reheating it up, it's still usually pretty good. Exactly. Pizza and Chinese food. So, now, this movie actually starts off with them reusing the very first shot from the very first movie, just changing the lines. Yeah, I thought I was watching the wrong movie. I thought I'd turn on part one accidentally. I thought that the DVD I got messed up because it happened to me when I got a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air DVD ended up for, even though it said it was disc 2 happened to be just a rehash of be disc 1 all over again so I was like shit yeah. and then the movie actually started I was like oh Ice-T wasn't in the first movie yeah because he had a he was he was doing his lines he had walked down his little chambers like that but then it cuts to like the hood credits yeah and the rap music and I was like oh okay Woo, right movie okay. right so uh I'm going to just name off all the characters we're going to meet and kill off throughout this movie now. Yep. So I don't have to do it later because these because a lot of these characters really just come in just to die. But because they die, I got to let them in on this secret. So we got Lep, which I am calling in this movie Lil Green. Lil Green. Mac Daddy. That's Ice T, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Postmaster P. Hey, look, sometimes you need the mail in a hurry. Go to Postmaster P. Yep. Stray Bullet. Better than Empty Bullet. <laughs> Maybe better than Empty Bullet. <laughs> okay, we finally got some real names here. Butch. Nah, I like the other names. Nah. Jackie D. Fontaine. Jimmy Fontaine. Sounds like someone's name. <laughs> Reverend Hanson and Mr. Chow. Reverend Hanson, I don't think is a real reverend. Maybe he is. And Mr. Chow deserves better. I'm just going to say it right now. Mr. Chow was a freak. Deserves a better death scene than what he gets there. So either way, with the opening, we have Mac and his buddy Slug. So they find Lil Green. They take his gold, including Slug, who takes the medallion off. Don't do it, Slug. Well, he did. And as he's collecting all the gold, uh, Lil Green grabs the comb, his Afro comb, and shoves it in his neck. Already, we actually already have more gore than the previous movie. And Ice Steven reacts like, oh. (laughs) Right. He just just gets up, pulls his gun, is like, the fuck just did that? You know, I got to say, man, for a leprechaun in the hood, I'm shocked to see Ice T here. I'm like, hey, man, Ice T is a legitimate, I can't say A list, but. I think uh, he it, wasn't a A-list I think at this time at that he, point, but he was still a good rapper. He was already a big name rapper by this point. No, no, no. By this time, he was already on the cop show. That's one of the CSI shows or Law Oh, or SVU. Yeah, he's been on the cop shows for like 20 years. He was already been in Surviving the Game, a lot of movies. Like, he mm-hmm. was, he stopped rapping like maybe 10 years before this movie came out. 
That's how what I'm much like, money do you think they gave him to be able to do this, or did he just want to work with Warwick Davis? So in this case with Ice T, it's like he had to just been like, I want to have fun. <laughs> There's no way this is like a money grab for him. It's like they couldn't have paid him that much. It was just like, hey, I want to do something fun. So this is where at first I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna like this movie because he pulls a bat out of his afro. That's funny. I'm sitting, I'm laughing. I'm like. Okay, I'm going to enjoy this movie. It's going to be just as funny as the previous. And anything I say bad about the movie going forward, I'll say this. Everything with Ice-T is entertaining. <laughs> Ice-T is always fun to watch on screen. I, I will not diss Ice-T in this movie. No chance. So, uh, Mac Daddy gets knocked down. Medallion goes up in the air, falls onto the Lepian. What are the odds? A little green. And I'm just wondering, with so much magic power this motherfucker has... He can't take two steps to the side. You know, the one nice thing that would be if it was if it was the same leprechaun in each movie, you'd have a leprechaun who had been through so much, was actually able to learn from his mistakes, <clears throat> and was battle tested. But the idea that this is a different leprechaun in each movie means that the leprechaun in each movie continues to make stupid mistakes because he isn't battle tested. He hasn't been through the previous movies. So. Right. So now we get to meet our main characters, and they are rapping. Because they are future rappers if they were good. But as a fan of rap music, I do not think that they are particularly good. I'm not a fan of rap music, and to be honest, I, I don't even like them. Well, if you were a fan of rap music, you would still say these guys are not good at rap. So. Well, I think that was supposed to be the point. I mean, th- this is where the movie turns into a hood drama. These, you got three characters, want to get out of the hood. One of them only wants to rap about a positive message. Postmaster P. Yep, Postmaster P. He wants to rap about a positive message, whereas you get Stray Bullet, who just wants to do what he can to get out of the hood. Yep. And then you got Butch that really just doesn't care. He just wants to be with his friends. It's kind of a lackey. Yeah. But here's another thing. that I guess they thought this was funny, but the whole movie, they're messing with Butch, not because he's smarter than them, not because of the gap in his tooth, but because he's a virgin. Yep. And we've, like, seen, we've seen this before in that one movie called Hocus Pocus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Uh, it's, a, it's lazy writing. <laughs> and the fact that they that's the only thing to tease this guy about. Like, can't you tease him about something else? I mean, he's a big dude. He has a we. He, he does weird stuff with his hair. He's smarter than y'all, so call him a nerd or something. I think the only purpose of it was to give him that good line before he dies, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they go to Jackie D, try to Jackie D and Mr. Chow to try and sell a guitar that apparently has Jimi Hendrix, which is BS. Yeah, because we all know Jimi Hendrix died in 1970, not 1971. They're just trying to get over and make a quick buck, but yeah, but they should have done the research first. Man, they don't. They're trying to get to. It's a hustle. They're not trying to actually be factually correct. Well, if you want to be, fa- they knew they were wrong. If they were factually correct, they probably would have gotten the money. If they actually had a Jimi Hendrix signed guitar, yeah. <laughs> How would they have that? Um, mainly, they, they decide to meet up with Mac Daddy, who we see now is a big-time high roller. I wonder why. Because yeah, he always has the flute with him that he took from Lil Green. Yeah, so he's, a, he's had much success since that encounter with Lep, or Lil Green. And, and now they want to sign with him and be but, their rap artist. Yep, but here's the problem. He likes what he hears to an extent, but he doesn't like the message they're going for. 
He even says, he says, nobody cares about a good positive crap. They want to hear guns. They want to hear hit your bitch. They want to hear shoot their heads off. And which makes me think, do you actually do that in real life? Or are you just doing that because you know that's what your fans want? Yeah, a lot of rappers have said basically sometimes there's an image there. Now, sometimes it's real. A lot of them do come from very bad circumstances and gone through a lot of shit. But But sometimes it's to play up the image. Right. But even then, that whole thing's outdated. Now, in today's world, most of the rap, a lot of the rap is actually positive and very inspirational. Rappers that do actually really high quality. You mean besides mumble rapping? There's nothing positive about mumble rapping. (laughs) I can't. I can't say enough bad things. Heck, about I don't even think the mumble rappers even mumble rap anymore. I can't say enough bad things about that. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, this movie came out in two thousands. So at this time, and what I see is saying is not exactly false. Probably there's more money in that side than the positive side. The positive side of rap back then, you had. Back like, then, there really wasn't had, a positive you had, side. You had whatever Will Smith decided to do a song, maybe. Either Will Smith <laughs> or uh, every now and then Biggie Smalls will put out. Uh, a song you'll hear one of his raps actually on his album that was positive. I no, think I mean, Tupac was the same thing. A lot of his you had a mix of like positive and net. Now the, the the hit songs are usually positive, right? But there was negative stuff too, and that's probably more realistic. That's how people are. People are probably a mix of positive and negative. Anybody who did like all positive songs probably like, oh, that seems fake. And what if it's all negative songs? That makes that might seem fake too. Right, but hell, even uh, Eminem in his older days. Most of it, be honest with you, was a lot of negativity. Yeah. Even he even had wrote that one song Stan about one of his hardcore fans ending up killing themselves because he never got back to him. Yep. Which I don't know if that's actually based on a true event or what. I can't remember. Yeah, Eminem too, his is a lot of his um, But a lot of his newer stuff is now more positive. More positive, yeah. And that could be just literally just as you get older, right. you naturally become more positive. Right. So that's why it actually does still make sense that Postmaster P, even though trying to be positive, the record label that wants to sign him even says, yeah, I can work with you. need more you. of an edge. Yeah. Yeah. That so, makes sense. So, off of that, they rob him. <laughs> hey, Postmaster <laughs> P, man, how do you go along with this plan? You're Postmaster P stands for pistol because that's what he grabs. Yeah, I was like, man, you're supposed to be talking them out of doing stuff like this and you on board with it. What, what well, is he was... Off board until he realized, I'm not going to be able to get my grandma out of here. Which, by the way, the credits for some reason say that's Postmaster P's mom, even though in the movie they call her his grandma. Just lazy. Yeah. Credit sequence. Anyway. Anyways, they do try to rob him. And they almost And they shoot him. They shoot him. But they also... Revive Lil Green. Lil Green resurrected again. Now, I thought he might potentially... Come out of Postmaster P's dick. <laughs> that would have been good continuity from the last movie. But when that didn't happen, I was a bit disappointed. But hey, shit happens. So. Uh, so we get... Now this is where the movie turns into a very big slog. Even though we get probably the Lil Green's only famous line throughout the whole movie. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. Yeah, Lep is kind of... Lil Green, I say. <laughs> Lil Green, he's kind of... He's kind of light on the one-liners in this movie. There's not too well, many memorable ones. that's because he raps everything he does in this. But he always rhymes. That's fine. But give me some funny rhymes. At least part three, he was a rhyming fool the whole yep. movie. So we get the bartender death. He gets electrocuted. Lazy, stupid, boring waste time. Jackie D's death, killed by his dead wife off screen. Sad. We meet Fontaine and we find out Shim... I can't say that. She... <laughs> 
is a uh, she is a trans woman, and she is saving up for the surgery. And as they're setting up to do a show for Fontaine, uh, we get Chow's death. Chow's death. I'm just gonna say right now. It's the worst death in the entire series. Explain it's to me. It's so stupid and lazy. You did notice that Lil Green isn't even choking him, right? His thumb is on the same side as all four of his fingers. He literally just has his hand there. He does, and for some reason, he's off screen. And Like, we don't know what he looks like. And he's laughing weirdly, and then it's just like, it's a very unaggressive, lazy... Yeah, and then we cut, cut to... Uh, Mr. Chow's face being in one of those jars. Oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, then we get Fontaine's death. Damn. Th- this was just awkward. Very awkward. Uh, again, for some reason, chokes her with this arm, at least with both hands, but still his thumb is not actually around her throat to actually choke her. Yeah. You may, if you think we're skipping stuff, we're really not. Not too much happens there. No, all that really happens is Mac Daddy finds them, tries to kill them, they go somewhere else. That's all you get for the second half. It's it's a, it's kind of a chase movie. They're on the run, and even though they're on the run, they keep running into Mac Daddy. <laughs> you know. Or Lil Green. Like this time, they trick Lil Green into a trap in Fontaine's bathroom. Okay, explain to me. What is three grown men doing in the same bathroom at the same time? Let's move on. Yes, please. <laughs> um, so now we meet Post Masterpiece Grandma. Wait, 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 wait. I was told it was his mother, not his grandmother. What say you? The, mo- the movie says it's his grandma. Oh, okay. All right. That's not what the credits say. Smart well, guy. Tough guy. Well, she does get kind of a funny line where she's bashing on his friends and standing right behind him. It's like, where you been? And for some reason, she calls him Post Masterpiece. Or she calls him Post. Maybe it says on his birth certificate. Either way. she. So he goes, oh, I was just with Stray and Butch. Oh, those hood rats, they're good for nothing. You need to stop hanging out with them. <clears throat> oh, hi, Stray. How's your, mo- how's your mom doing? She's still fucking the reverend? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. And then all of a sudden, there's Butch. like, hi, Butch. You still a virgin? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. That's overdoing yes, it. It's like, yes, character. ma'am. It's like... Wow, you're such a strapping young man. Are, are you brushing your... Is there something wrong with your teeth? All right, this is a pretty good scene. I'm sorry. The, the grandma is actually funny with these jokes. But other than that, it's just like... Why? I don't know. It, again, it, it doesn't... They're funny, but it doesn't fit the tone. The tone's very serious. Yeah. Okay, well, now we get to meet this reverend that's uh, having relations with Stray's mom, yep, Reverend Hanson, and he tells them to sing for them at their play at their place of God so that way Hanson can get a lot of money and they will have a place to stay for 50 more bucks. Yep. So they do. He has to play the magic flute because they start saying some stuff that churchgoers do not want to hear. Yep. And then Coolio shows up. I was asking the whole time, "Hey, there's one thing this movie needs. It's Coolio. Coolio. And I was like, hey, I don't know about you, but like, when is Coolio showing up? I was just waiting for Keenan Nikel to randomly show up as well. I do love orange soda. Uh. I do, I do, I do. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Anyways. So, so we get, can we just kill the Reverend, please? Well, first we got our church confrontation. Oh, God. Another one? Yep. Mac Daddy finds him. 
and then Post like, well, what about the leprechaun? What are you going to do with him once we give you back the flu? It's his anyway. <laughs> oh, please, I'm going to kill that motherfucker anyway. It's like, well, now's your chance. He's right behind you. Please, I like I'm falling for that. Bodyguard dies. The bodyguard dies in a very funny boom. way. Just, just boom. His, His left stomach says, explodes. Left says, hallelujah. His stomach explodes. Yep. And if Lep can do that, in this moment, why doesn't he just proceed to do that to all these characters? Just the, like the fact that they actually get away from the leprechaun in any sense... When he can just like wave his hand and have your body parts blown up a million pieces, just insults the intelligence of the audience. Well, how about this? How about insulting the intelligence even more by having them run into a safe? I've seen this before. Remember Uncle Morty in part two? And, yes. Uh, this and, uh, time the they one did guy. it with four characters, but instead of asking for the three wishes, they decided smartly GTFO. Movie's over and the end credits come. I'm like, hey. Not this is- true. What? We still have our zombie fly girls. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was that we see created at an ending scene that was actually all happened before the events of all this shit. Well, thank goodness for the zombie fly girls because they're really going to bail out little green hair. Well, they do kill Reverend Hansen because. Oh, well, he had it coming. I'm sorry. They, they, they released uh, little green and he punched a hole right through him. He had it coming, man. So then. They're, they're at their gig to see if they can get into Las Vegas, in which case Lil Green makes Stray Bullet shoot himself. I'll say this. The one death scene that actually is impactful, meaningful, you feel it because he is one of our main characters, and this is the only time the main character dies. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the, I, this ain't the only time the main character dies. Okay, well, this is the first, <laughs> this is the first example of the main character dying, but it's the first death in the movie that actually does feel like, oh, I was like, ooh. Like, I think they were on the run for so long as a group that I was kind of like, oh, the three of them are going to make it. I didn't really see it as like just Postmaster P. I saw them <laughs> as a trio. So props for the death because it, it was kind of shocking. Yep. So then we get a sad montage, which includes a, a dream of Lil Green visiting Grandma and Grandma poking his eye out. What kind of dream is Postmaster P having? I don't know. Maybe Freddy got in there and messed with it. I guess. In which case, Post and Butch decide to cross-dress to confront Lil Green. There's a lot of that in this movie, and I don't understand if like, are you telling something's going on here or what. And nice. also, I'm sorry. It's a lot. I know a lot of people kept saying that uh, Postmaster P looked good in a dress. To me, he still looked like a guy. Who said he looked good? <laughs> Butch. To me, he looked like a muscular, strong person. In a dress. dress. Yeah. He, uh, uh, let's see. There's Butch. Lil Green even hey, almost made him. I'm going to say right now, Butch is wearing way too much makeup. <laughs> Take Lil, it easy on the makeup, Butch. Come even on. Even Lil Green almost made him have relations with him. Oh. And even Mac Daddy said... My, 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 don't you look beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I don't that know. That could have just been more of a hit to him because he's wearing a dress. This kind of lost me a little bit. This the, whole, the, thing. This whole uh, once, the, the, once the fireworks start and things start happening action-wise, then I'm okay, but I, I which, lost me. By the way, here comes our second main character, Death, with Butch. Sort of killed off screen. He gets shot. 
Which, it doesn't even look like he got shot when he jumped behind the bar. Yeah, and he dies very quickly, and... He just gets that one line. He's like, is there any pussy in heaven? Death. Yeah, I thought that if he's going to die, then give him a better, more meaningful death than that. That didn't feel earned. But, nope. they, but they wanted to get it down to just post-Master P versus Lil Green so, versus, I guess, technically. So I would have been fine with that, but what they should have done is they could have said he was shot maybe in the leg. Because I feel like out of all the characters, Butch really should have been the one to survive. It would have been a nice twist if Postmaster Pete died and Butch was left to fend himself. Right, because Butch was the... Unexpected. Butch was the wholesome one the entire movie. He was the one that I guarantee you, you ask anybody, he's probably the one everyone liked more out of those three. Yeah, and that's why he died in such a weird, random... Like, Leprechaun didn't even kill him. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. It, it was done by Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy, who keeps showing up, but has to be one of the dumbest characters in terms of just his intellect because, ah, he just... Ugh. Like, I, I'm sorry. When, so, Post shoots him three times. He goes down. Lil Green knocks Post down. And instead of Mac getting by, coming up behind the damn Lil Green, and he could have just put the medallion right over his head, he proceeds to beat him with a chair. <laughs> okay. Mac Daddy. My man Ice-T. Uh, from everything you've seen of this little green thing, little green guy, a little green, what makes you think hitting him with a chair is going to get the job done? What? And he hits him with a chair, and he says, yeah, mother... And, like, he and starts celebrating. He starts celebrating. And we forget that left, as I said earlier... Has the ability just to wave his hand and blow up your insides. Which he does. <laughs> Which he does. And I, I like Mac Daddy, but I'm like, man, what did you expect? You hit him with a chair. And then you celebrated. I would just, you know, you had a, you, you snuck up on him. You had a perfect opportunity. That has to be the kill shot. You can't wound him and then, ha ha, you little green bastard. So. Well, then. But I would have preferred a final confrontation <clears throat> between Mac Daddy and Leprechaun instead of Post Master P. Because if you think back at the beginning... This all started with Mac Daddy and Lep, mm. not with Postmaster Peace. I would have liked that being actually the weird final confrontation. Well, come to find out in the end, after we see Lil Green screaming no and watching the medallion slowly fall. It's falling in slow motion, though. There's plenty of time to move out the way, buddy. Well, I guess he did because... This the ending doesn't make sense. Because... uh. Post is in Las Vegas. He's rapping. Yep. Everyone's clapping. He takes his shades off and he has zombie fly girl eyes. Yep. He's zombie fly pee. Zombie fly pee. Yep. Uh, and and Lep is chilling the audience with the glasses. I, I taught him everything he knows. Cut to Le- Leprechaun's rap song. <sighs> Lep in the hood. Come to do no good. Come to do good. Over and over again. I don't know if it's just like a lazy... With zombie fly girls. It's kind of a lazy ending. Because yeah, it it's not an ending. No, it's not. What the hell happened between Postmaster P and Leprechaun that Postmaster P now... Is a zombie fly pee. Yeah. You cut from the medallion coming down and be like, no, to this? What? It's almost as bad as the ending from Friday 13th Part 2. We don't get a fucking ending. Where's Paul? Yeah. <laughs> Where's um, Muffins? 
No one cares about muffins, right? Muffins, Everyone cares about muffins. Muffins are dead dog, all right? You had to learn to let go of muffins. She's dead dog. I will never let go of muffins. Dead. You know why? Because I work at the muffin factory. And you can eat muffins. <laughs> but you can't have a dog called muffins. <laughs> well, um, if I get a dog, it's going to be a corgi name. Corky. How about we get into some categories? Oh, you want categories now? Kidding me, we probably still got like 20 minutes. No, we've been going for a while. Yeah, we still got 20 minutes. It's only 30 minutes in. Uh, I'm trying to finish at uh, minute 40, all right? <laughs> I promised 15 minutes on the last one. Okay, so best performance. Ice tea. I mean, no, actually, listen, I'm going to say this. Let's be honest. The acting's pretty good. The three main actors are all pretty good. I don't have a problem with the characters. This has better characters. You have better developed main characters than most Leprechaun movies. I just don't. And in fact, if they were off doing their own movie about their journey of their rap career, maybe they have to do some crimes and stuff and get caught up. That actually sounds like an interesting movie. I just think it's a weird fit in the Leprechaun universe is my problem. The tone is all over the place. Their story feels like it's not the right story for a Leprechaun movie because you can't really do the comedy. But the acting is not really that bad, even though the budget's low and it looks really low budget. But that said, I mean, let's be honest. Ice-T is like by far the most accomplished actor amongst these people. And when Mac Daddy shows up, it's always stupid, but always fun. So, but I, I can see, I know who you're going to go with because you just talked about it a minute ago. So, I did? Yeah, you were talking about a what's his face. Um, the one that you said basically is the only one that maybe the audience cares about. Oh, Butch. Yeah. To be fair, I was going to go with Fontaine, just throw a name out. Because <laughs> well, <I> <laughs> I'm sorry, Fontaine. Was a tough one. Fontaine was probably the most funny parts just because of how random it was just out of nowhere you get a trans woman saying yeah i'll take you in obviously you got to pay i'm not a free service right person purposely saying i'm not a free service (laughs) to these characters and then when they're being cursed at she turns around says aren't you gonna protect my honor I can't get on board with that. <laughs> I well, that's the thing because then you hear the other two goes, "What honor do you need?" Yeah, like I said, that Fontaine was actually probably the only part in this movie that I was laughing to. And when it comes to a Leprechaun movie, if I'm not laughing, I'm not really enjoying it. You'd enjoy this movie, <laughs> then? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So is that is that your choice for best performance? Yeah, I'm going with Fontaine. All right. Worst performance. See, that's actually hard because you did make some good points. This was not a bad-acted movie. It's nope. actually well-acted. Yeah, nobody's bad at all. Um, I'm going with Coolio. Oh, well, there's always room to blame Coolio. So. Well, it's because he doesn't really <laughs> act. He comes in, makes a few faces, and that's it. I'm going to say the guy that gets electrocuted. Oh, the bartender. <laughs> I, the fact that By the way, and the after seeing him for a second, I want guy. him to get electrocuted. <laughs> I was dying for him to get electrocuted. No, so. By the way, in the... Uh, in the credits, it actually says electrocuted guy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely the best time. Best scene. So, uh, I'm going to go with Lil Green and Mac Daddy meeting that very first time when he pulls the bat, the bat out of his hair. Ah. I'm going with that scene okay. just because it, it set up a tone for a completely different movie. I understand it really sets up for a black exploitation type movie, but it still sets it up for a comedy, at least. A com- more of a comedy, something that we're probably going to get to enjoy while watching Leprechaun be a Leprechaun. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with, just because we brought up earlier, when I think about it, it does make me laugh. The bodyguard getting his insides blown up. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just like a... a Leprechaun's never done that specific kill before. He does it twice in this movie. But that, that made me laugh. And, but it wasn't as much... I don't think it was supposed to be funny even, but it just made me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> I was just a sick person. I don't know. <laughs> Worst scene. Um, the, the ending. The, the whole ending... Actually, yeah, the whole ending. From the time they decide to cross-dress to finding out Postmaster P has been zombie fly-girled. It just... There, what actually happened... There was no real resolution. The characters really... When they grew, they were dead. So yeah, there's no I thought, character growth for us to care about. True, and 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 you build up Postmaster P as almost like a really good hero, so, and, but then he's just at the end. He's just now suddenly a, a zombie. So yeah, so I'll I'll go with that. The ending lost me because there was no ending. So all right, so what would you like to change? <laughs> I think we already discussed this, or at least I did. I would have changed it to where Postmaster would have died and Butch survived. Yeah, so another thing, though, we talked about this earlier a little bit uh, before we started. <coughs> I would have, uh, because the movie drags around a, bit, a lot of chase scenes that kind of run in a circle until when um, uh, Stray Bullet dies. Yeah. I would have had Stray Bullet's death moved up more to the middle point of the movie. And then the second half, still have the running around, but now you have it down to two characters. I would basically, I would space out the deaths of the three characters throughout the movie Instead of them both being kind of Up shoehorned in, in the, the last end. thirty minutes, <laughs> you raise the stakes basically as you cut to two people, two friends, and then finally before the climax, you cut to one friend. Um, so I would have probably spaced out their deaths a little bit more. Not only that, but once one of them dies, the other two are set to fight back. Yeah. Yep. So we would have instead of getting a cat and mouse game, we could have had like a western style duel. <laughs> and that would have been better than we saw. That's for sure. But then again, the movie probably would have been over real quick. So, final thoughts. I had to write this one down because I would not have remembered half this shit. <laughs> so, everything you need to know was technically all start, all stated in the first 20 minutes. After the after the moment that they robbed Mac Daddy, the whole movie is, turns into a real bore. It's literally a slugfest of trying to get from the point they robbed Mac Daddy to the point where Stray Bullet ends up offing himself and i'm saying that because technically that's what forced them to do that's what they told the cops yeah so i know the way it was acted the way it was shot the way the movie was supposed to be was serious but when you throw the throw a little green into it the movie loses all serious tone to it losing any kind of real depth that we may have had with these characters plus the end just there was there was no end nope the only good thing about this movie was it was well acted and well shot. So for me, I'm giving this movie a one out of four. I'm going to be a tiny bit more generous, but only a tiny bit. One and a half? I'm going one half only because what you said at the end, basically. It's one star, but I'm going to give one half just as a, a credit nod to the actors giving a genuine effort to try to be good in the roles. It's like the actors themselves, you can tell they're trying hard and they're trying to make a decent movie. It's just like the performances are kind of wasted in a Leprechaun movie where you don't really want to appreciate the performances. You want to appreciate the fun factor. You want it to be kind of so bad it's good, but you're like, ah, these guys are like really trying to be good, but then you have Leprechaun over here and the whole tone kind of mismatches and it doesn't make sense. 
So I'm still giving the extra half a star to them giving effort, basically, in their performances. One half stars. I thought, I didn't think it was shot well at all. I mean, acting I'm on board with, but in terms of the directing, maybe it's because the budget seems so low. This seems like not even straight to sci-fi. What, if, what would be the level like below straight to sci-fi? Uh, IFC. <laughs> it's just, like, it looks so horrible. Like, like, ba- <laughs> like Back of the Hood, which we'll talk about um, next week. Back of the Hood looks way better well lit and shot. The lighting here and everything just looks so low budget that I can't forgive that. But mostly, as you said, it's a boring movie. And the one cardinal sin of a Leprechaun movie is don't be boring. The one thing you can't do is be boring because we're expecting a bad movie that it still will be fun in a way that entertains you. Not a bad movie that is dry and boring and dull and trying to be a good movie. This movie's kind of in a weird in-between where it doesn't really know what it wants to be, and thus it's not anything at all. Still one half star. I still don't think it's the worst in the series. It might be, though. <laughs> I got to go back and see what I did set for part two. I don't know if I gave... I may have given part two still two stars, I think. Um, well, we'll see when we also do our Leprechaun ranking, because you know we're doing that. Yeah, we have plenty of time to think. Yeah, we don't know if we're throwing Leprechaun Origins into that <laughs> ranking. That would be automatically the worst for me. Yeah. Uh, but one half stars. Listen, if you love Leprechaun movies, then it's not like you have to skip this one. I would still watch it. It's watchable. Um, but it's just a weird fit. And I think maybe they go back to the hood because they felt like they could do a better job. That's probably what it is. And we'll discuss more of that next week when we actually go back to the hood. Yep. So, everyone, as usual, you don't have to go home, but you got to go to McDonald's, get me a 40-piece chicken nugget, get me some buffalo sauce, barbecue, hot mustard, bring it to my place, please. I love y'all. Don't listen to Vic what? if you want to say no to the you, hot mustard. How you mention every sauce? Day. You mention every sauce except ranch. Because fuck You ranch. got every sauce McDonald's offers except ranch. Because ranch is nasty. Folks. Remember he said this. This is blasphemy on the highest level. He said ranch is nasty. This is cause. I don't even put ranch on my wings. I got Jeremy on speed dial. This is cause to find a new host, buddy. And Jeremy's asking for the job. Please, Jeremy would murder you in a damn Valentine Cupid mask. Let me just say, folks, yes, you don't have to go home, but you do have to please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Movie Fellas. Leave us comments. Leave us feedback. We're back next week with the Leprechaun. Back to the hood. Until then, find the best nuggets you can and get as much ranch as you can possibly with them and avoid all the sauces that Nick named himself. So, actually, the best nuggets, the best nuggets in the world are ones that you take, you batter up yourself, and then you just overall double fry, double fry it, and then...